On today's episode, the boys talk about Pit Fight with special guest Kyle Harper. We talk about how Pit Fight got started and also the matches that are going to be on this year's card. Let's discuss real talk from real Yinzers. Here we go. Boys in the Bird, hosted by Chris, JJ, and Andrew Speranza. Welcome to Boys in the Berg, the podcast all about Pittsburgh. But today it's going to be about something more than Pittsburgh. It's going to be about professional wrestling. My name is Chris Speranza, and we decided to come up with wrestling names today. So uh, typically I wrestle under the independent wrestler named Lewis, but I am now Dustin Brown, the whitest douchebag in the world. <laughs> And Andy's with us. What What is your wrestling name again? I am Garfield the Nightmare, and I am ready to do some wrestling. <laughs> is that is that a playoff Garfield Nightmare in Kennywood? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then also we have JJ with us too. And what is your wrestling name? As you can tell by my stunning physique, it's the Flying Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> And with us, because we're talking about pro wrestling today, we're specifically talking about an event that's coming up that is has become huge in the Pittsburgh area within the last couple of years. And not even the pandemic can stop it from, you know, you know going on. So we have with us the booker, the promoter, University of Pittsburgh Greensburg student, most importantly, Kyle Harper. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. It's an honor. Yeah, and we're uh, us, uh, Dustin Brown, the Flying Squirrel, and Garfield's Nightmare. We are very excited to talk about this event that's coming up. It's, so, it's Garfield the Nightmare. You, you got to make sure you get that right. If you get my oh. name wrong one more time, I swear <laughs> to God. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you're, you're gonna you're gonna hit me with a virtual chair. So uh, this episode's gonna be. <laughs> This episode is going to be a little bit different because typically we talk about like a topic, but today is basically just going to be about Kyle and just how Pit Fight got started and talking about the show coming up. So I think I want to start off with my first question, which is, uh, Kyle, um, what is your pro wrestling name? Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's that's a tough one. Well, so my dad is is a local pro wrestler and his name is QB blitz. So I feel like I got to do like a playoff that my first thought was RB Schlitz, but that like sounds really weird. Um, but I think I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> it sounds kosher. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the Trubisky train, like to go along with QB blitz. <laughs> uh, but also everyone, we didn't even plan on this. This is coming out on Friday, March I don't know, whatever three days from now is. But today is 316 day. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? I got a beer with me? What? Maybe two beers? What? Maybe three beers? What? Maybe what? four? What? Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. But, okay, we're getting too far off. Uh, so, Kyle, we do want to start with, I am curious because um, the first time I found out about uh, pit fight was I was seeing Hamilton uh, with my wife and I looked at my phone and said wrestling coming to pit Greensburg 
And me as a Pitt Greensburg alum was just like, what the fuck did this just say? (laughs) (laughs) How do I get involved? So how did this become a thing? So it's actually, it's a really funny story how Pitt Fight started. So um, I came here with, you know, I knew a little bit about pro wrestling because I talked to my dad and, you know, I watched the classic WWE Monday Night Raw sort of jazz. Um, But, you know, you're kind of in high school and going to college and you're like, no, no one's really going to like pro wrestling anymore. You know, we're not 12 and prepubescent anymore. Um, So I actually met a couple of people who were really into it here. And my friends, their names were Sam and Cornell. They uh, both graduated. Rest in peace. Um, (laughs) That's a good wrestling name, too. Sam Cornell. Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, they had never been to an indie show. So I was like, oh, let's go to one. So we went to an indie show uh, locally and Colt Cabana was going to be there. Um, oh, nice. My buddy Cornell wanted to meet Colt Cabana so bad. <laughs> was so that, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Was that uh, RWA? IWC. IWC. Oh, yeah. IWC has everyone. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it gets intermission and we're waiting in his line. And, you know, we're like trying to be, my dad always told me to be like proper with the wrestlers and everything, you know, show respect. So we're trying to figure out like how much it costs. And the guys in front of us were like, Oh, you know, he didn't charge anything for pictures. So we're like, cool. So I go to reach my hand out to shake Colt's hand before I even got close to him. Cordell jumps in front of me. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with impractical jokers all that well. Oh Um, yeah. There's an episode where they're in a wax museum and, Sal's going around. He's like, oh, my God, it's Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Sal looks at Colt Cabana and just goes, oh, my God, it's Colt Cabana. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? (laughs) So, like, if that wasn't bad enough, he, like, hops behind his table and is, like, trying to pose for pictures. And I'm, like, halfway in between trying to grab him and be like, dude, get over here. And my buddy Sam's like, hey, we're just, like, taking some pictures and, like, moving his iPhone in all these different positions. And Colt's like, I think RJ City was next to him. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, he didn't ask to be back here. So he shook our head and basically told us, like, in a really polite way to get the fuck out from behind his table. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, we had a good rest of the time at the show. You know, we were talking about the whole Colt Cabana thing. I think Tommy Dreamer was in some sort of Extreme Rules later, match later that night, too. Dude. So we're driving back, and it's like a 45-minute drive. And we're like, you know, like, that was really cool, but, like, pretty far away you know and we all just kind of started talking you're like you know why isn't there anything closer and we're like why isn't there anything closer why don't we make something closer you know because there's you know you have different places all around the western pa region but nothing really around the greensburg latrobe area so we wanted to bring that here and i completely agree with that just like um i know when i first started um looking into pro wrestling like there was a promotion in mckeesport and I think they're still there now, but it was like PWX and I trained there. And what happened was I ended up wrestling at Connellsville and I'm just like, this is like, this is like a 45 minute drive. Right. <laughs> this is wild. So, um, someone who is like an Eastern Pen- uh, East of Pittsburgh, is that where we are? East of Pittsburgh, but like East of Pittsburgh person, uh, like really appreciates like a promotion for like pro wrestlers, like who live in like Latrobe, Ligonier or anything like that. And fans that live in that area who don't have to drive that mm-hmm. far. So that, that is actually a really good idea, which is why 
during Hamilton, I'm just like, what the fuck? And (laughs) (laughs) be quiet. Uh, JJ, did you want to ask the next question? Yeah. Are you like, were you raised a, I mean, obviously you were raised a a wrestling fan, but are you guys originally from the Pittsburgh area and this has been like your, your hometown? Yeah. So I'm like 30 minutes outside of Greensburg. I grew up in the small little hick town of Jacobs Creek. Um, went to the, Oh my God. Yeah. You know what that is, JJ? I do, yeah. Because <laughs> he said that, and I'm like, I've never heard of that. <laughs> I actually know where that's at, and that's uh, very, very tiny. <laughs> yeah, my, t- my town is a single street with a post office. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I went to Yawk, and then you know I transferred here. I didn't want to be too far away from home, but I want to be close enough I could get a home-cooked meal, see my folks every now and then. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Are, you still, um, are you still at Great- Big Reesburg right now? Yeah, this is my last semester. I'm graduating in April. So, dude, all right, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. Congrats! And uh, I just this is my uh, very curious question. Um, sorry, I'm looking through my notes. Um, so, how did you go about reaching out to different talents? Because, like, now looking at your card, like I know, like some of the indie wrestlers are like from like the Ohio area and like mm-hmm. West Virginia. So how'd you go about like scheduling that? So initially what we wanted, you know, we want to do this for a good cause. Um, But we also wanted this to kind of be like sort of a hub for all the wrestlers to like convene at, you know, you have all the different promotions across the area and you have some great matches there. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I really wanted to like, you know, see some, some like dream matches come about, you know, have people from you know rise fighting people from iwc sort of thing that you don't see very often so honestly like the way i went about it my dad had a couple contacts um and i would message a lot of people on facebook that was that was the prime way um i'd also talk to people at wrestling shows um that's how i got into contact we we work pretty much hand in hand with prospect pro wrestling which is run by marshall gambino um and he's fantastic he's taught me so much about the wrestling business and um has given me a lot of great talent to work with um and kind of has taught me like how to build matches and stuff because i i didn't really know a whole lot about that i was just like oh these two people would be cool against each other sort of thing (laughs) um but you know it's a lot more complicated than that so it it, it's been a fun process learning everything Mm -hmm. yeah that because I do appreciate that also, just like uh, bringing all the talents together. Like, uh, I think like my first match there, I've never teamed with uh, someone who is also a pro wrestler, Matt Connor, the Reaper. And um, I got to tag team with him against uh, people who have been on AEW Dark now, uh, the main event known as Duke Davis and Gannon Jones Jr. So I do want to ask one more question and then I'll let it go down to Andy to ask a question. But How does it feel like having, is there like a dream wrestler that you wanted on there? Because it seems like most of the wrestlers you've had on there before, like right now your card, you have people representing, representing like have been on AEW dark and like ring of honor and WWE with Zach Gowan. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, God damn, you got got so many good talents on there. Thanks for that. Um, No, I, I think at the beginning we were just like kind of happy to have a show, you know, we had to work with the school with everything. So we kind of had a limited budget. We still have a little bit of a limited budget, but they, they gave us a little bit more money this year, just a little bit. Um, I think probably 
you know, I, one of the people that I was really happy to work with was Lee Moriarty. Um, he wrestled two of my shows. He signed with AEW. Never thought at 21 years old I would be booking a future AEW superstar. Um, but also, like, I, I feel like I missed out a little bit because it was right around the time that, like, Wardlow and Britt Baker went to AEW. Um, so I think it would have been cool to have them on. And, you know, we always have, like, the dream match it is in mind. Like, I think when we first started planning the show, my girlfriend was talking to me and she's like, do you think we could get Malachi Black on here? And I was like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know about that one. He sounds like he's a little expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that would have been awesome. But, yeah, I know uh, I, I actually trained with Lee Moriarty and just, like, you could tell, like, from the second, like, even I saw him, I'm just like, uh, have you been doing this for years? He's just like, nah, it's like month three for me. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> Like, he is definitely a star. Uh, sounds like my dog's going nuts. So, Andy, go ahead and ask the <laughs> next question. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, my question here is that, like, was there any interest from any of, like, the professors or students, like, any faculty members at uh, Pitt-Greensburg that were interested in seeing wrestling? And, like, any, any of your friends like that, like, they had a specific interest in seeing wrestling at all? Um, so, when we started... Like I said, there was like a small group of us on campus that liked pro wrestling and watched it pretty regularly. Um, they would show some of the pay-per-views, like the big four. So they showed like Survivor Series and the Rumble and WrestleMania, um, like in the common areas when they were on, which was cool. That's kind of how we like all joined together. And there were a couple faculty members that were in it. Um, the director of student services, his name's Al. Um, he's pretty big into it. He always gets really excited when we throws the throw these shows especially like at the show but i think ultimately it kind of also serves you know a lot of people on campus who i've talked to about pit fight and everything like that they used to watch pro wrestling you know back when they were a kid and everything and then kind of fell off of it um and then they would come to our club meeting and we would overwhelm them with good wrestling matches <laughs> and they would start to get back into it a little bit i i always tell people um, you know, going to one indie show, I think kind of ch really changes your perspective on pro wrestling. It's just like, it's like going to a concert. It's like, it's a whole experience. Um, and we actually had the opportunity to do that, that this year, take a couple um, of the students and they really liked it. So I'm kind of hoping to accomplish that with this upcoming show as well. Nice. And I know JJ and Andy, you guys, I know at least you guys have been to at least one professional wrestling show. I've dragged you guys into at least one. <laughs> so, That's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is what Kyle's saying. Is that accurate too? Just like it feels, it's a completely different experience. Like rather than going to a WWE show where it's like highly produced and like commercials are everywhere and like, rather than going to an indie wrestling show or like maybe you're in a wet basement or you're in a movie theater and you're watching a wrestling show that way. Andy, you can go first, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the, the one thing I took away from the, uh, the show that I went to is that there's like a lot of passion from these people. I mean, they, they really get into this and um, you know, they definitely, they definitely have their favorites. And I mean, I can't tell you how many chants I heard for Lewis the nerd, you know, and how, how big people were into that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's really cool. It's just, I mean, bottom line, it's just cool that they are so passionate about this sort of thing and that they really get into it. And you always love that whenever someone is uh, in, super into that sort of thing. 
Sometimes I feel like I'm like uh, Perry the Platypus when like, you know, he puts on his hat and is just like, ah, oh, you're Perry the Platypus. Like when I put on my glasses, they're like, it's Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> but JJ, what was your experience? Uh, th- there's actually a decent amount that like speaks to me when it comes to that. And one of the most important ones is uh, we went to one of your shows in Freeport, which was in a school. It was at well, their high school. And Katie, my wife and I, and Carissa, and we had this group that went and a guy was thrown into the stands in front of us and went like a row in front of us. This dude was thrown in and we just stood, sat there like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that aspect of it. I like the fact that you can sit anywhere instead of WWE where it's like, I think they're done fighting. I can't. Can I borrow your binoculars? <laughs> That was an amazing Kermit the Frog impression. That was probably Thank the you. best I've ever heard. That was amazing. <laughs> but the I best... thought you were the flying squirrel. I, I didn't know there was Kermit here. I can't get my voice that <laughs> high for the squirrel. <laughs> uh, but JJ, I remember the Freeport show. I was actually on like the pre-show against uh, someone who's on the card, uh, Calvin Couture. And yeah. so I was on the pre-show and you guys were like, oh, Chris is done with the pre-show. And it was like still three more hours of wrestling to go. That's what, dude, Kyle, this kid would be like, come to my show. It's going to be a good time. And he'd wrestle first every time. And we're just sitting there like, we just paid like, you know, a decent amount. I guess we got to watch this thing now. And it was like, it was usually good. I like the the kid little, like everybody in WWE has their own little thing. And then in, in like the independent league, it's either like you're super athletic or you're big or you're scrawny, but you move around or you have a name like the Axe Murderer or the Bullet Dodger or <laughs> these asinine names that just like you're like, they're what? what? <laughs> but I love it. I love every second of it. JJ, it's not Drake Braddock, who was my tag team partner. He His nickname was not the Bullet Dodger. It was the Bullet Catcher. Oh, God. You called him wrong. <laughs> and then the other because guy. Because you made a joke. You're like, he's the Bullet Dodger. Like, oh. <laughs> I get that, and then I keep calling Gory murder, and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gory's in the main event of this show, actually. We'll go over the card at the end, but, uh, yeah, Gory's in the show. Yeah, I kept calling him murder for some reason. I couldn't get his name right. <laughs> <laughs> Gory murder, same thing. Hey, right, thank you. But, but, Kyle, was there any, like, particular, like, independent wrestling show moment that uh, that stands out to you in your mind, like, Obviously, JJ and Andy have theirs. Sorry, uh, Garfield, the Nightmare, and the Flying Squirrel. They obviously have their <laughs> memories. Uh, is there any of them for you? Yeah, I have a couple. I actually, um, I went. I was able to see when uh, DJZ, who now goes by Walking Wild in NXT, I was uh, there on his last night. Um, so that was really cool. He did a main event, I think, with facade and gory and there was somebody else there but it was a really cool main event and his um like that glow armor that he always wore on the independent scene it was like was like this get up where he had like a helmet and suit and it just lit up the whole way i don't know that always stuck with me i thought it was the coolest thing uh I'm trying to think if there's any oh wardlow and josh alexander in a cage match too that was brutal Oh my god! It's amazing how these independent shows, and you're probably paying like what twenty bucks a ticket or something, and like, well, for your show, we'll go over the prices and everything. But like for like twenty bucks, like you're getting like a ridiculously good show, actually. 
especially with like Rise Wrestling, IWC, RWA. Just just give everyone these shout outs. Uh, 2PW. What, is that what it is? 2PW? Yeah, 2PW. 2PW. I remember when I had to wrestle, I wrestled in the ring for the first time. I'm usually, I've only wrestled for like one promotion my whole career, basically. So like I've wrestled for like Rise Wrestling and I, I, I was just like, this ring is different. <laughs> that was like my first time getting used to wrestling in another ring. So yeah, I mean, shout out to all those promotions who are uh, obviously developing, putting something in the water to make everyone talented with Wardlow, Britt Baker, Lee Moriarty. Uh, what, what, what's uh DJ Z's new gimmick name again? Joaquin wild, Joaquin wild. I've, I've seen him on NXT a little bit and, uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to every single one of those. So let's go ahead and talk about the card a little bit. I know if we talk about the entire card, we're going to like go over like four hours. So let, we'll go ahead and talk about like what what match are you most, uh, excuse me, what match are you looking forward to the most, Kyle? I'm obviously excited about our title matches, you know, um, Gory's held our championship for going on three years now um (laughs) yeah i mean what the one whole year was uh (laughs) kind of lost to the pandemic right but you know we've been kind of building this feud between him and rev um the rev ron hunt um so i think it's going to be a really good match it's their first time ever wrestling in their entire careers together um so I'm really looking forward to it. We're crowning our first ever women's and tag champs as well. Both of those are going to be really good matches. Uh, nice. The match. That it, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, nice. Uh, are you going to reveal the title there or on social media? Um, TBD. Uh, we might reveal <laughs> it on social media before to advertise a little bit. We just got the titles the other day. Um, they're currently sitting on my couch. They're very pretty looking. So nice. But I am um, looking I forward to, yeah, all those title matches. Definitely looking forward to them. And I think the match that's probably going to, I'm expecting to tear the roof down a little bit. We're doing Pitt Greensburg's first ever uh, fans bring the accessories match. Um, <laughs> so fans are going to be allowed to bring in um, objects that could be used in the match by the contestants, which. Uh, you know, we're going to have the Gambino brothers in there and they're a little bit known for their brutality and their hardcore matches. And they're going to be teaming up against some good local wrestlers. So it's look like I, it looks like I see on here uh, brotherly love and yes. uh, Steve LaBelle and thick Vic Braun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's an amazing wow. And I'm looking at his promo pick too. And uh, he's definitely thick. He is. Oh, he- He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. <laughs> but what did did uh, Pick Greensburg make you say accessories match? Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you can't say that that other word now. Now that I think about it anymore, just because of like you're in a school, so like you can't say right. that other word anymore. So now that I really think about it, that that's why you're the booker and the promoter, and not me. <laughs> But me looking at the card, um, looks like the women's title match, Ella, Ella Shea versus mm-hmm. Katie Arquette versus Scarlett. Now, that's a pretty crazy match. That's kind of a mix of a bunch of different promotions right there. Mm-hmm. And Ella Shea and Katie Arquette have been going back and forth 
for the past couple months, I think. So you got that feud going on there. I don't know if any of them or if either of them have fought Scarlet. So I think that's going to be a good X factor to put into that match. Mm -hmm. And Scarlet, she's definitely making her way up um, in the independent scene as well in the Pittsburgh area. So I think I trained with her a couple of times. Uh, Super nice person in real life. Obviously in the promo pick, very scary. (laughs) But like she's... She's actually a super nice person in real life. Sorry to ruin the gimmick, but <laughs> but the tag team match looks awesome. Uh, Warhoss, I've been in a ring with them before. Hard hitters, they are, they're awesome. Uh, Death and Destruction, which is uh, Peyton Graham and uh, the, uh, my former tag team partner from the show, the Reaper Matt Connard and the Rad Boys. So how how'd you come about putting that together? <laughs> So we wanted to have a good match, have a little bit of everything going on in there. You know, you got, like you said, Warhoss are the big guys are the hard hitters. And then, you know, Pingram and Matt Connard have been doing this for a long time. They got all the experience and, you know, the Rad Boys have been coming up. You know, they have this unique kind of in your face, extra not extravagant, but rad style i guess ah, <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> um so it's just kind of like a little bit of everything and um there might be a little bit more of a bonus coming on to that in the near future so whoa oh can, get, can you give us a I don't, I don't even know what to say do, do we get a taste of it um let's just say uh we might there might be a little bit more uh, there might be a couple more people coming on to that match we, we got we got to see um probably by the time this releases we'll have everything figured out but it's not like set in stone yet so i don't want to throw it out there oh man that that gets me excited that should get everyone else excited too are you excited about that andy are you excited about that uh uh, what, what's your name again? Garfield the Nightmare. <laughs> about that? Yes, Garfield Drew the Nightmare is extremely excited. <laughs> Drew Doostick, are you excited about that? <laughs> so this is a hard episode for Andy because he's not really a pro wrestling fan. So <laughs> just trying to. I, I'm still here for the stories. I mean, this is all super cool. And like we were talking about, I mean, a lot of these shows that, you know, I don't want to go back to the passion thing, but I mean, it's really cool to see all these people get so into it. And you, you love whenever you could see that. So. For sure, I like uh, I like hearing about all this stuff. Are there any number one contenders matches on here? I'm looking through, and because uh, I know you did the the gauntlet match last time, to the, which is how Ron the Rev Hunt got to this opportunity. He had to beat me, David Lawless, and I think Lee Moriarty, Chris Larusso, and I feel like there's one other person I'm missing. I think it was Noir. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because we wrestled each other. And we went over, we talked about two spots and then we did the rest of the match. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Christian Noir. He's like one of the best uh, professional wrestlers like in Pittsburgh, definitely underrated. So, and he looks like he's in the Bobcat brawl. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Are there any other number one contenders matches that are happening? (laughs) So the Bobcat brawl is actually serving as our number one contenders match. You know, it's kind of, it's been two years since we were, able to do anything we haven't really had any opportunity to make a number one contender um so we're gonna bring back the bobcat brawl which um is a rumble style over the top rope match you know both feet hit the floor you're eliminated two people start and then every 60 seconds somebody else comes in 
Um, so yeah, we have a lot of great up and coming talent in there. Um, I think Christian Noir is actually in that match. Uh, he is, he is in that match. <laughs> uh, that we have other great talent. Um, Brohemoth is going to be in that Zeke Mercer, uh, Anthony Young. I'm trying to think who else is in it. Uh, oh, I know Tatiana is making her debut in that match. And I believe she'll be the first woman ever in the Bobcat brawl. So that's big. A um, couple other tag teams in there. And I should mention that um, whoever wins can challenge for any title. So, you know, if you can challenge for the pit fight title. You can challenge for the new women's title. You could challenge for the tag team titles if you so desire. So who knows what the outcome is really going to be of that. Yeah, that uh, I'm looking at the card right now. Like uh, Tyler Vox is in there. I forget if you said his name. Zeke Mercer, he's really good. Um, and you and you said the uh, girl. I see her face. I I ah. Why am I? What what'd you say her name was again? Tatiana. Tatiana, uh, because I I trained with her, and I'm I, I don't know why I blanked on her name. I'm sorry if you're listening to this episode, Tatiana. <laughs> but um, I mean, any other matches that we should bring up uh, before we wrap it up? Well, I, I think we should mention that, you know, like we said before, former WWE superstar Zach Gowen is going to be appearing. Um, he's going to be in a six-man tag match. He's actually teaming up with my dad uh, and his buddy Devin Devine. They're taking on Glenn Spector and Calvin Couture and Tyler Klein of the runway. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be our first uh, WWE superstar who's going to make an appearance at Pit Fight. So that's big for us. And also, don't be surprised if, like, uh, the runway Calvin Couture and Tyler Klein are, like, in WWE one day. They have killer gimmicks, and just, uh, uh, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. Mm -hmm, for sure. There's lots of people, I think, who get signed someday that are going to be on the show, so. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, Zach Gowan, he's already been in WWE. Uh, the <laughs> JJ will like this name. Uh, the Spasmanian Devil, uh, Andrew Palace. I saw that. That that's amazing. Blood <laughs> Palace, such a good guy. Yeah, and he was in one. He was in the first main event, actually, a pit fight. Yep, for the title, he was against uh, Gory Lawless and Bulk Nasty. I remember they did a spot. They did like I think it was a Canadian Destroyer off the top, or was it a Code Red off of the top? I just remember seeing that spot and losing my mind. I, I was so cool because they were all piled on top of each other. I think it was Code Red, if I remember. That's not the spot that gave us. The school got mad at us actually during that match um, because Gory, uh, I think he was on Bulk Nasty's shoulders and he climbed up the net of the basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just hanging there for a little bit. I'm like, that's oh, Gory. I know he's going to be fine, but like the advisor from my club's freaking out. She's like, get him down from there. I'm like, I'm just going to kind of let him do his thing. You know, he's chilling. <laughs> that's the thing about wrestling. Once you're in the ring, uh, no one's the boss of you. You gotta. They, they just do the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. And then just to go over some other quick matches, as I'm looking at the card, uh, Iceman Tony Johnson versus the Juggernaut John Roden. That's like a really nice combo of like uh, RWA and Rise Wrestling. And I think he's been on IWC too. But yeah, just a nice combination of that. Uh, is there any other matches I'm missing? I see uh, Jesus Club versus a culmination. That'll be a fun tag match. Um, anything else to, to bring these people into the doors? No, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for Johnson versus Roden. That's actually going to be our opening match. Um, both of them are great talents. Um, you know, both have a great fan base. I think they're going to really show what we have to offer in the first match. And I'm also really excited for Jesus Club versus culmination, you know. Uh, Rev is the leader of 
Jesus Club, um, and Gory's the leader of the culmination, so there's a little bit of bad blood there. I think that's going to be fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's So it. because of that, can we assume there's a ref bump in the main event and a run-in? Um, <laughs> I don't want to book the show for you, but... <laughs> I guess we'll just have to either see it live or watch it on IndieWrestling.us to find out. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How can you watch the past shows, actually, now that I really think about it? They're actually both on YouTube. Um, you have to Google Pit Fight March and then whatever, the, or March or October, um, because if you just Google Pit Fight, uh, scenes with Brad Pitt from Fight Club pop up. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, are there any other closing comments from uh, either... Uh, Garfield the Nightmare or the Flying Squirrel? You guys want to do some predictions? <laughs> That's a good idea, JJ. Okay. Thank so you. What do we want to predict? What What's the match we want to predict the most? How about the main event? Who do we think is going to win? Who's going Who's going first? <laughs> I'm sorry, my, my screen just kind of flipped on me there. What's the main event again? The main event is the New Age Plague Gory, or as you call him, Murder, <laughs> versus the Rev Ron Hunt in the main event for the Pit Fight Championship. Oh, go Gory. No, no offense to the Rev, because I know he's amazing, but uh, Gory's just a fun dude to watch all around. I'm going to go right, with Murder uh, just because I liked uh, JJ's nickname. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So typically, like, if you think of uh, you want to send the fans home happy, uh, I want to send them home sad. I want the Rev Ron Hunt to win. Uh, I think there's going to be a ref bump. And there's going to be an interference. And then I think Lee Moriarty is going to come to the ring. And then he's going to... Uh, turn on gory even though i don't even know if they have a thing and then john cena is going to come out and he's gonna... <laughs> the nah, hey, Fabe. yes yeah <laughs> he's gonna come out as peacemaker most of all because he's just stuck to that uniform <laughs> and he's gonna do his dance he's gonna do his dance and then uh the rev ron hunt is gonna win it but uh no for real i think uh i think his team will interfere and then the rev is gonna win and obviously, we can't ask you, Kyle. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate. I mean, I could see it going either way. I mean, you know, like I said, Gory's had the championship for a while. He defended it twice and has retained it. Um, but Rev is also an up-and-coming talent. I don't I don't really know. So, Yeah. And I'm excited to see who uh, the secret tag team is. If this, if this secret tag team's listening, uh, clear your schedule. Make it work. <laughs> come, come and come for pit fight. And so I do want to tell everyone, Pit Fight Graduation, it, this is a benefit show for St. Jude's. This is going to be on Friday, March 25th, 7 p.m. It's going to start. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. This is going to be at Chambers Hall at Pitt Greensburg. Super easy to find once you go in there. So it's not that hard. Just follow the signs. $20 for front row, $10 for adults, 5 for students slash children. If you have a child that's three years old and you want to introduce them to violence, it's free. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't know him young. I do have a quick story to tell real quickly uh, before we log off of here. Uh, but I remember my first pit 
uh, pit fight show. Um, I think we were told like, keep it family friendly and, you know, watch what you say and all that fun stuff. And the first match comes on. I don't remember anybody. I don't remember who was in the first match, like a pre-show. The first kid comes out and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> and, just, and that's how the match starts. And then they lock up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it made me laugh so hard. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's just my funny story. So You know uh, those college students. <laughs> yeah, those college students on that dry campus. Just like, he said oh, a bad word. We're a wet campus now. You're a wet campus now? Yeah, we. I think it was two years ago, actually. Um, we're wet in all except two buildings. Well, goddamn. I, I, there we go. I'm going to open a beer for that. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Pick Greensburg? I graduated 2015, and it was dry the whole time. <laughs> I'm curious. What buildings? Um, Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw, that's the drunkest one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the most freshman though, so I I like kind of understand. And um, the other one is Franklin House. Only one house in the villages is dry; the rest of them are wet. Just one house? That wow, that's wild. Uh, that sucks if you're in College Hall, uh, whatever the ones across the street in the apartments. <laughs> like I forget what that one's called, but. Uh... Sorry, this is for people listening who don't know Pitt Greensburg. These are Pitt Greensburg, uh, what dorm rooms? So, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the library. Can you drink in the library? No, you can't <laughs> drink anywhere public. You can just drink in your room when you're sad. Oh, <laughs> just like college. Well, how about you go ahead and you get a beer? Happy three sixteen day. And you can listen to Boys on the Berg on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Boys in the Berg. And also, I need to pull up my last note that I have <laughs> because I forgot to pull it up. Also, if you want your podcast to sound good and look good, you want to try using Riverside.fm. You want to click on the link that's in my show notes and you can get a free trial and make your podcast sound better. If it doesn't, I will delete the link forever. So, Jesus. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, thank you for being on the show with us. Uh, from Dustin Brown to the Flying Squirrel to Garfield the Nightmare. Uh, we all thank you. So, JJ, you go ahead and you sign us off. Always a pleasure. Never business. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>